rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Yes. Yeah, we're all here. We are all blessed and we're all highly favored. Good morning to all of you guys. It is August 23rd. It's a Monday, 8.02 a.m. Good morning to your host, Sway. Good to see you. Karina Suarez started. Good morning to you as well. And we're here. Hope you guys had a nice weekend. You are tuned into listening and watching. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And um, had a good, strong, positive weekend. Hope that you guys did as well. Hope you went out and got the lead out. That uh, took place Friday at River's Edge, I think. Yeah, a lot of good stuff I saw going on downtown. There was pop-ups. There was food. Lots of cool stuff. Um, but yeah, you're listening to the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And uh, for those of you who have started to just join us, we appreciate all of our fans, listeners, subscribers, and friends of the show. But if you just started joining us, uh, we aim to give you some positive, motivational, uh, uplifting news and headlines, local stuff as we go about our day, our everyday lives, we try to build a community foster community spirit and make sure that all of us can uh, take part in this wonderful thing we call a city here. All right. Um, so I saw some cool stuff that happened over the weekend. We got health news to talk about. I'm going to tell you to shop, support and eat local and amongst other things. Uh, but I want to get some health news out there for you guys um, to let you know what's going on, because I think it's very important. Uh, well, Bonzi Community College campuses. They will be hosting uh, COVID-19 vaccine clinics. They'll be having two walk-in community clinics coming up during the first week of classes here for the new school year at college. The uh, clinics offer participants the choice between two Pfizer shots or the single Johnson & Johnson vaccine. At the time, booster shots are not available. No ID or insurance is required to attend the clinics. Uh, they're set for Tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. at the Sugar Grove campus in the student room, excuse me, student center, and that's room 106. And uh, 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Wednesday at the downtown campus here in the lobby in the front of the library. Wabonzi students register for fall classes who have received their final vaccination on or after July 1st will be eligible to receive a $100 credit at the Wabonzi Bookstore on the Sugar Grove or downtown Aurora campuses. Proof of registration and official COVID-19 vaccination record card and a photo ID will be required to get that credit. All right, shouts out to our community partners, Wabonzi Community College. The time is now 8.04. We're doing something different this morning. I don't even have uh, my normal coffee. I've got a blended white mocha today. That's how I'm feeling. I started drinking coffee earlier in the day now. 
Uh, some of you who are dear friends of the show know that I wake up really early, get my coffee on. So by the time I start talking to you folks, I can't do any more hot coffee. So I'm doing it a little bit, a uh, little light, iced and blended this morning. Ah, tasty. Okay. Also in the news, um, we got some good stuff. So the, you guys know that Temple B'nai Israel had their rummage sale. Funds were received, and it went really well. So, um, shouts out to them. They received a lot of funds to do great things with, and they have a lot of good programs. They are a community temple. So, shouts out to our friends of uh, Temple B'nai Israel and uh, Rachel Roseby as well. Don't forget, coming up, Coffee and Conversation is going to be happening uh, Saturday here, coming up, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. That's going to be at Jake's Bagels, 220 North Broadway. It's Coffee and Conversation with State Rep. Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District. Learn about what your legislators are doing for you in Congress. Well, not Congress, uh, but here downstate in Springfield for us. Uh, learn about what's going on. Take part in the issues and see how you can get involved as well. You as a community member and constituent have a lot to say and you do have input. So come on out and take part in the process. Very cool. Okay, also, My Daughter's Dress Boutique. They have their Decades Through the Decades Mom Prom Fundraiser event. That's happening Friday, September 17th from 6 to 11 p.m. at the Martini Banquet Hall in Yorkville. We got some Yorkville news today, too. Sponsorship opportunities are still available. For more information or to purchase a sponsorship, please contact Courtney Cope. At 6309811947. That number again is 6309811947. All right, times 807. Victoria Halamonanato is here. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning. Good morning. All our people checking in. All right. So um the civilian review board. Let's take it back a little bit. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. We're not going back extremely far. Far, we're going back maybe until about February of this year. I think it wasn't that that long ago. Uh, but as you know, in our post George Floyd Aurora that we have uh, police accountability and engagement by the police department and relevant stakeholders has been at the forefront. And uh, the city of Aurora has started and created many initiatives with which to engage the community better and uh, foster and continue fostering that strength of community with law enforcement. One of the ways that they did it is Mayor Richard Irvin created the Civilian Review Board in conjunction with the Aurora Police Department. And what they'll be doing is reviewing complaints against the uh, APD in their very first meeting. So Thursday was the very first one, Thursday of last week. Um, and people said it was a long time coming. The first board to give civilian review over complaints, uh, as well as advice on training and procedures. That was more than a year in the making, and it just recently happened. Now, I'm going to read uh, a little bit from this well-written article for you guys, but I want you guys to understand that this was, uh, this was a good thing, and I'm glad that the city did this, and we should all be happy that we have a city that does listen. All right. Kim Bright, an attorney and retired federal administrative judge, is on the board. She moderated the first public hearing that was part of the change initiative started by City Hall to address complaints and hold community discussions. The change initiative came as a result of the unrest in Aurora and throughout the country. 
after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis in 2020 at the hands of a police officer. One of the results was the creation of this board, and many people asked for this. Okay. There's nine members of the board. Each went through an extensive screening process and training. And people said it's helpful to get training and information about police procedures. The first order of business was electing uh, Ms. Bright as the chair of the board and Andrea McMillan, an IT and innovation manager who has her own podcast as vice chair. So next coming up is going to be establishing procedures, excuse me, procedures and guidelines. So uh, this is very much appreciated and I hope that you guys give these people a chance like I'm giving them a chance. There's seven members of the board. Dr. Timothy Brown, a retired clinical psychologist. Rajesh Shah, a digital marketer. Dr. Vincent Gaddis, a college professor and pastor. He's a great man. I've actually interviewed him. Really, really, really great guy. Uh, that interview was up on our Facebook page. Had a great discussion with him. Great discussion. Okay. Jacqueline Gibson, middle school principal in the East Aurora School District. Jen Ingram owns a daycare in the city and is an ESL language instructor. Lily Rocha, West Aurora School graduate, a regional manager of a national nonprofit organization. And Curtis Wilson, a clinical trials research professional. The review board is one of several outcomes of the Aurora's Change Initiative. Police body cameras, a review of use of force policies and the establishment of an equity and inclusion department at City Hall were other recommendations the city has been putting into place this past year. All right. Good stuff. And it's custom treats. Good morning to you. Good morning. Taking a sip of coffee. We got the blended white mocha today, so we're doing it just a little bit different. Our listeners know we love our coffee, but today we're switching it up just a tad bit for you. Okay, guys. Um, now, let's talk business. Let's talk business because I've got something to let you guys know about, and it's helping everybody right now. Uh, as you know, the Back to Business Grant Portal is now open. So you can take part in that. There's grant opportunities that are flowing. Our friends of the uh, Wabanzi Community College, Suzanne Stegman, Harriet Parker, and Noelia Ruiz, stand by and are ready to help you guys um, fill out the information. We've posted the link on our Facebook page to it. Please go on there. Please check it out and please take part if you can. Um, the CARES Act signed into law by the administration. These are funds within it to help businesses who did not receive RRF grants, restaurant revitalization funds, or PPP funds in previous, uh, previous rounds. So please check that out and apply. Also, coming up, the 25th here, we've got uh, a lot of good things happening. The Virtual Social Justice Committee is happening, and that's going to be on Zoom. Mr. Marlon Chamberlain from the Fully Free Campaign uh, will be the guest speaker. The Fully Free Campaign is one of many other campaigns uh, started to address recidivism, or rather grow recidivism and address uh, incarceration here not only in Illinois, but nationwide, uh, America leads the world in people who are incarcerated. So I really applaud that, and you guys should applaud that too. The time is now 8.12 a.m. All right, guys, it came early, but I have something called.
Now, you know this is an Aurora show, and we love you all, but we do occasionally have to give shouts out to our neighbors. So we're going to give some news on our neighbors. Oswego, Yorkville, booming as Kendall County sees the largest population growth out of all Illinois. Yorkville and Oswego are in the midst of a growth spurt right now in the rest of Kendall County, according to new numbers recently released by the U.S. Census Bureau, while Kane County saw only a 0.02% increase in population over the past decade. Its neighbor, Kendall County, saw a substantial amount of growth. Now, remember, just last week we told you guys about the census, and while Aurora is still the second largest city in Illinois, we did lose a lot of people. In Kendall County, the population grew 14.9% to 131,869 residents in 2020 from the 114,736 residents counted in 2010. Out of all Illinois counties, Kendall grew the most over the past decade. All but 15 of the state's 102 counties lost population during that time. That's according to census figures. Kendall County added homes at a higher rate over the last 10 years than any other county in the state. Kane County was really good. What the hell? Oh my goodness. Well, they're, na- they're our neighbors, so shouts out to them. Um, that's an 11.6 increase, according to figures released just last week. Two towns specifically saw substantial growth with a 27% population increase in Yorkville from 16,921 people in 2010 to 21,533 in 2020 and a 13% increase in Oswego, wow, from 30,355 in 2010 to 34,585 in 2020. Oh my goodness. Montgomery saw a 9% increase in residents from 18,438 to 20,262. And Plano saw a 9% increase from 10,856 to 11,847 over the last decade. Shouts out to our next door neighbors for growing population, but they're doing good stuff. So we'll give them a round of applause for that. We can do that. show love where love needs to be shown and we give credit where credit is due dan barrero good morning to you sir good to see you good to see you oh and that reminds me i have a shout out that i need to give to so first of all guys the link to the virtual social justice committee meeting is in the chat i do encourage you guys to uh take part in that learn about what's going on all around us i have a shout out that i need to give shout out to friend of the show josie geller who recently was elected to the executive committee of the aeef that's the aurora east educational foundation How could I forget? I would have been remiss. That's the word of the day, remiss. I would have been remiss if I did not mention that. Shouts out to you, Josie Geller and the Aurora East Educational Foundation. Well done. 241 South State Street in Elgin is home to an awesome and very helpful business, Chicago Stickers, serving Elgin and Chicago's northwest suburbs. They do custom car stickers and labels and a whole lot more. With nationwide shipping, you'd be remiss not to holler at our friends, Chicago Stickers. You can find them on Instagram at Chicago underscore stickers. Okay. Saturday, September 18th from 9 to 11 a.m. at the Santori Library. It's going to be a free community shredding event. This is hosted by the Kane County Teachers Credit Union and the Aurora Public Library. This will be a safe, secure, and contactless event. You can fight identity theft and endless clutter at home by bringing in your personal documents to have them safely shredded. 
Uh, this is going to be held at the downtown Santori branch, which is 101 South River Street. Shouts out to our friends of the Aurora Public Library and the Foundation. You know what? I got to tell you. So hold on. Let me put a pause here. Real quick. Let's back it up real quick, real quick, real quick. You know what? I, I, I have to tell you that it makes me happy when the community does things that are outside of the box to help the little guy. Because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Now, most of the time, when we find ourselves at the point where, man, I need to get this done. I need to get that done. Nick Thompson is here, everybody. Good morning, Nick Thompson. How are you? Yay! Nobody would have known that Nick Thompson was here had I not <laughs> shouted him out. But Nick Thompson is a very dear friend of the show, and he has given your host a lot of uh, technical assistance. He has. He has. He's a good guy and a good role model, and uh, he's a good brother to have around. Good morning to you, Nick. You guys cannot hear him because the mic is pointed towards me, but he said good morning to all of y'all. So thank you, Nick. Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you. Okay, the time is now 8.18 a.m., but back to what I was saying. The little guy. You can get your document shredded. You can fight identity theft. You can learn about free senior meals all on this show. And the reason why is because our community partners and fellow stakeholders are participants with us in everything we're trying to do. All right. So let's move on. I got one more, one more, one more September piece of news for you guys. And I might as well give it to you right now. So don't forget, there is one more date. It's September 13th. That is the very final event date for Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church providing free frozen meals to seniors once a month from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on these prescribed Mondays. And this is hosted by the church by the Kane Senior Council and our state representatives, Keith Wheeler of Oswego, the 50th District, uh, Stephanie Kifwood of the 84th District and Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District. Again, if you know a senior who can benefit from the free frozen meals, please let them know. Bring them out. Cain, or excuse me, St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church is located at 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora. All right. Blessed and highly favored over here. Okay, the time is now 8.19 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. So let me know in the chat how your weekend was. What'd you guys do? Where'd you go? I saw some of you over the weekend. I saw a couple of you at McCarty Mills. I saw you. You were out there uh, sitting on the patio, doing your thing, having a Miskatonic or another light ale from Oswego Brewing Company. I saw you. I saw some of you on the patio of Bally Doyle. I saw you out there with the chips and uh, having a... Miller Lite, you know, I saw you. I saw a lot of great activity taking place and things look like they were fun. So keep up the good work. Also, you can email us at goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com. Let us know what you got going on and we will be happy to shout out anything that you're doing as long as it is positive. All right. More important health news. Health news. I told you guys at the beginning of the show this was going to be a health heavy episode. H-H-E. How about that? I just made that up. Uh, so, Kane County Health Department is planning, guess what, more community vaccination clinics. Now, I just told you 
about Wabanzi Community College and the fact that they are going to be having the vaccine clinics at two locations, the Sugar Grove location and the downtown location started tomorrow and Wednesday. That's cool. But the Kane County Health Department, in partnership with the Illinois Department of Public Health, IDPH, what up? They will be providing COVID-19 vaccines at three upcoming community locations here. Uh, 8 a.m. to noon, Saturday the 28th, the Batavia Farmers Market, 111 North River Street in Batavia, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday at the Gale Borden Library, 270 North Grove Avenue in Elgin, and uh, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday and Sunday at Old Republic Kitchen and Bar, 155 South Randall Road in Elgin. Very cool. Now, if you notice the thing about these uh, vaccination clinics, they're taking place in more and more out-of-the-box locations. Look at that. They just went from a library to a bar. That's cool. But that probably ensures that uh, a lot of people who would have been reluctant to get vaccinated would have the opportunity. Right. Now, Jen Mendoza is here. Good morning to you, Jen. Good to see you. And Tracy Duran is here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yay! All right. Nicole tells us that she went to Miami over the weekend. She is stunning on all of us as we sit here in our desks or behind our desks or in our cubicles, wherever you're at. She is swimming around and having a good time out there in Miami. Shouts out to Miami and shouts out to our friend Nicole Marie. All right, you guys, Cotton Seed Creative Exchange, good morning to you as well. And Cotton Seed Creative Exchange, located at 8 North Broadway, is a place that is a woman and veteran owned business in the heart of downtown Aurora. And there you can find great gifts, great items, great stuff by a lot of local vendors. And you can also find your Good Morning Aurora merch there. All sales proceeds go to funding community arts and the news. All right. The time is 8.22 a.m. and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. All right. Next on the agenda is, is the Aurora Wine Company. Did you know there's Aurora Wine Company? Hold on. Anybody know that? Mr. Mayor, did you know that? How do I know? Because you're the mayor. All right. Check this out, you guys. Now, they're doing something good here so the aurora wine company okay aspen lane wine company in aurora and a dance studio that's the uh technical term aspen lane which in 2016 was the first winery to open its doors in aurora occasionally hosts live bands all right now it's in an industrial park on the five east side five east side what the heck this is not brooklyn sip it up sip it up sip it up sip it up Okay, let's try that again. It's on the far east side in an industrial park, Prairie Lake Court, okay? Now, a few moments after the establishment of the Monarch Academy of Dance, Aspen Lane realized that, you know what? What if we could merge the two? In addition to traditional dance classes like ballet, hip-hop, and jazz, the uh, Monarch Academy of Dance is especially proud of the newly formed adaptive dance program that offers classes to children with disabilities. To understand how this makes Aspen Lane and Monarch a match in heaven, it goes back to a column written in 2018 about the owners of Aurora's first winery, the Evanoskis. 
Very, very cool. So get ready for wine and dance being strengthened and coming to us all. Uh, an Aurora winemaker and the Monarch Academy of Dance. I like that. Now, I can dance pretty good. I don't dance much, but I never dance when I've had some wine. I don't think that's a good thing to do. All right, guys. August meal distribution. We have dates, 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 dates. As in-person learning is now happening, now a thing. Uh, Grab-and-go meals will be provided for all students in the community Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the following locations. East Aurora High School, 500 Tomcat Lane, door number 6, and Oak Park Elementary School, 1200 Front Street, door number 2. All Mondays, breakfast and lunch plus tomorrow's breakfast. Tuesdays, lunch plus tomorrow's breakfast. Wednesday, lunch and Thursday lunch with tomorrow's breakfast, tomorrow being the next day. Uh, for more information about meal distribution, you can go to www.d131.org slash meal distribution. That link again is www.d131.org slash meal distribution. All right, you guys, I got more. I got more. I got more. And actually, you know what? I don't know because I didn't tell you about this yet. Did I? Did I let you know about? Oh, actually, I did. I told you last week. But I still think that this could possibly qualify as. How many runners do we have in the audience? How many of you guys like to go out there and uh, get your run on, get your sweat on? Any joggers out there? Any of you guys jog? I don't know if you guys jog. I know we got some bikers here because I've seen... A bunch of you guys out there on your bikes before. Some of us have even biked together around the city. But the Aurora Public Library Foundation sponsors a virtual 5K run. Now, set to host its second annual Lace Up for Literacy. The event is scheduled for August 30th through September 6th. Participants can run or walk the 5K at their convenience anytime throughout that week. Wow. So you don't have to just get out there and hustle it all out and because it's virtual you can stop when you start getting sweaty but the registration fee of $25 a person or $60 for a family of four people will allow the foundation to continue to provide books literacy materials and activities to support underserved families in the community and will help make possible a new bookmobile to serve the city of Aurora nice the campaign for the new bookmobile was put on hold due to the pandemic. During 2020, the library focused its attention on helping vulnerable children, partnering with the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry, the Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, preschools, and Spark to get literacy tools and resources to them. Very good. Uh, I love this stuff. I like the uh, library. I've always been a big fan of it. The bookmobile is the primary Library for people with physical challenges, according to officials. The current bookmobile was put into service in 2003 and has more than 120,000 miles on it. Damn. During 2019, the bookmobile was off the road for 45 days with repair issues. Those participating in the virtual 5K will receive a T-shirt, a bag filled with gifts and coupons, and a participation medal for their accomplishments. How about that? You can walk or run at your own time and anywhere, the park, the gym, or at home on a treadmill. Very cool. 
All right, the time is 8.28 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Tia Doomdi is here. Good morning to you, Tia. And our state rep, Barb Hernandez, good morning to you as well. Appreciate it. Norma Peterson, what is up? All right, Casildo Casey Cuevas, good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Now, last week, I think that was a Thursday or a Friday, um, one of the things that we talked about here on the show was uh, ongoing and continuing development here in the city of Aurora and how we like to see it. We also talked about equity and fairness when it comes to um, housing and things like that. As you guys know, the city of Aurora is undergoing a transformation in many sectors of it. If you look downtown, you can see development. If you look on the east side, you can see development. If you look on the west side, you can see development. I encourage people to take part in the uh, city of Aurora Zoom meetings or uh, the committee meetings. I actually have that list. I'll break that down to you guys later on. Um, but Tune into that so you guys can learn about what's being built and what's happening and how much monies are being dedicated to a project or who's responsible for a project getting made. Um, the point of it being open is so you can take part in it. There used to be a time, uh, I'm not going to speak specifically for Aurora, but there used to be a time when decisions were made with no thought of you, regular Joe Schmo citizen, being able to take part at all. Those times have changed. So let's all be happy that we have a system that allows us to see what's going on and to take part, and let's go out there and take part. The time is 8.30 a.m. Okay, guys. Shout out to the Rotary Club. Got some Rotary Club news here as well. Now, we have a great Rotary Club. Jessica, good morning to you. Good to see you. We have a great Rotary Club here in the city. We actually have two. We got the Aurora Noon Club and we've got the Aurora Sunrise um, Rotary Club. Noon Club meets at the Holiday Inn Express downtown on uh, Broadway. And the Rotary Aurora Sunrise Club meets at Mother's Wednesday mornings at 7. But the Rotary Club of Oswego, um, they have volunteered to sanitize and disinfect Oswego-based school district 308's school buses to get the fleet ready um, for and back to school in a healthy fashion. The district welcomed students back for full in-person learning on the 18th with a safety plan that required face masks and regulated cleaning measures in buildings and vehicles, and the Rotary Club stepped up to do that. Very, very cool. Now, according to School District 308 Superintendent John Sparlin, quote, as we know, consistently disinfecting high-touch surfaces helps to control the spread of many illnesses. Thoroughly cleaning and preparing our vehicles for the start of the school year is a big project, and we are so appreciative for the help from Rotary members and volunteers. Some 15 individuals over the course of three days cleaned approximately 142 school district 308 buses for the start of the year. My my goodness. My goodness. Now that's good stuff. That's what we're talking about, and that's what we like to see. Aisha Saxon is here. Good morning to you, Aisha. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you once again. All right, you guys. So um, I want you to I want you to picture this. I want you to vision something. 
uh, I want you to imagine that it's a nice, beautiful Sunday. It's a, uh, the weather is lovely, a little early. Would you rather go for a bike ride or would you rather come take part in a special taping of Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast with pop-up food at a downtown location for brunch? Which would you rather do? Or which would you rather us do? We are planning an event, and I have to tell you uh, it's coming soon. September 5th, that's a Sunday. Um, so you How gotta, do I know? I, we're planning it, sir. We're planning it. We're going to do... We have did a little crowdsourcing for this. We asked some folks about it, what they wanted to see. Some people were ready to take part in a big bike ride. Some people don't have a bike. That's cool. Um, but we're thinking, thinking we'll do some brunch. So the plan is that we will have, mom, uh, excuse me, noticias y mimosas. That's what we're thinking. We're thinking brunch. We're thinking small plates. We're thinking some mimosas, maybe from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. kind of thing. I don't know. Could be at Tavern on Broadway, located at 24 North Broadway. Uh, but let us know what you guys think about that, because if we do this, we want all of you guys to take part. We'll be having some raffle items as well. You can win, and it'll be a live taping of the show uh, downtown to showcase and highlight what's going on, our great community, and foster some togetherness. What do you guys think about that? Let me know in the chat. The time is 8.34 a.m. Okay, guys. Brunch. Anna's Custom Treats says she likes brunch. Emily says she can ride the bike on her own. Okay, there's two for brunch. There's two for brunch. <laughs> there's two for brunch. Yay! All right. I like that. I like that. Very cool. Okay, guys, back to the news, back to the news, back to the news. All right, so uh, before I tell you, I told you about coffee, right? I told you about health. I told you about the bookmobile. I told you about lacing up for literacy. I told you about virtually walking at your own pace. Um, I told you about the Aurora East Educational Foundation and our friend Josie Geller getting appointed to the vice. I told you about that, right? Okay. Did I tell you about October 15th? No, I didn't. I did not. I would be remiss. October 15th, which is a Friday, will be a great night. Our friends of Mutual Ground will be hosting their black and white ball from 6 to 11 p.m. at Hotel Arista. Located at 2139 City Gate Lane in Naperville, Hotel Arista is very nice. Now, let me tell you a quick story. So way before Good Morning Aurora, way before Good Morning Aurora, I had the opportunity to take a tour and have lunch at Hotel Arista. And I have to tell you, it was absolutely fantastic. It's over there by like where Top Golf is. I think that's the same City Gate Lane. I think circles you around there. It's on the other side of 59, basically. But uh, wow, Hotel Arista is a really nice place. I don't know if anybody here has been there, but if you have not been there yet, uh, definitely have a spa in there amongst other amenities. It's a great, great place. The staff is awesome, and it is run uh, by a very competent, 
and a great leadership team. Uh, anyway, inside of the downstairs deli, the thing that they got, um, they have gelato in there. They've got so much good stuff. But anyway, I was able to take a tour through there, and I got the, the top-notch pampered chef treatment. It was really good. Anyway, back to Mutual Ground. So that's where they're having their black and white ball this year. Mutual Ground supports everyone. Because it's a black and white ball, all participants and guests must wear black and white or shades of black and white, including silver. Okay. Now, um, are you guys going to go? I hope you do. You should go. You should go. You should take part because if you do that, you will definitely be contributing in a positive fashion to a fantastic organization that's been in our community serving people for a very long time. Uh, the link to purchase your tickets is in the chat for you guys to check out at your leisure. Candy Johnson is here. Good morning to you, Candy. All right, we got brunch. It's look like it's definitely going to be brunch. Looks like it's definitely going to be brunch. So stay tuned for that. September 5th, downtown, Tavern on Broadway. We will be doing Noticias y Mimosas, news and mimosas. So stay tuned for that. We'll have the menu, uh, small plates, mimosas, and a live show on Good Morning Aurora special on a Sunday. Okay, now. Our friends of the Quad County Urban League, they're hosting their annual Equality Gala on October 30th of this year. The theme is transformation, reunite, reconnect, and rebuild. Uh, the Quad County Urban League has been in the community for a very long time. They've been doing some great stuff as well. Um, one thing about the Quad County Urban League that you guys should know is that they empower communities and they are changing lives. Quad County Urban League is located at 1685 North Farnsworth Avenue. For more information, you can email info at qcul.org or give them a call at 630-851-2203. That number again is 630-851-2203. All right. I haven't seen one person yet, yet, not like the idea of the brunch i'm glad for that because i was actually pretty hungry myself so i want you guys to vote for the brunch so that way i can have some small plates have you ever had candied bacon have you ever had that i'll tell you what september 5th on sunday from 11 a.m to 1 p.m you could be the recipient of candied bacon Right. Shouts out to our youth. Shouts out to our young people. Shouts out to our empowered next generation. Shouts out to all of the people out there trying to make a positive change in a constructive fashion in our community. Shouts out to the 14 to 16 year olds who are out there trying to create something that will bring us all together. And shouts out to anybody who is a positive and effective leader in their community, no matter who you are, what your background is, or how young you are. And that introduction is to let you know that our friends of the Alive Center, which has two locations, one in Naperville, one here in Aurora, on LaSalle Street, have 
the mentorship program open and they are now accepting applications. The purpose of the program is to create positive peer relationships between middle school students and upperclassmen. All right. For more information on that, you can visit the website at www.alivecenter.org or you can email jeff at alivecenter.org. Uh, the Alive Teen Center is located on LaSalle Street. It's across from the, the address escapes me at the moment, but it's right across the street from the uh, Calais Lily Tea Room, I think is how you, uh, is the name of that establishment, the Calais, Calais Lily Tea Room. So uh, check out the Alive Teen Center. They're doing great stuff. Addie Rubio is a dear friend of the show, along with Casey Chitwood. She is a fellow member of the Rotary Club. Okay. Now, it's only September, but October will be here before you know it. As a reminder, our friends of the Fox Valley United Way are having their very first Halloween hustle, 5K, and one-mile fun walk. This is a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which ensure financial support for our children. Uh, the Fox Valley United Way, again, a huge staple of our community. They've been around for a long time. The Fox Valley United Way is committed to ensuring that all young children birth to age five, have access to needed opportunities and resources in our communities. Please support their fund ref... Oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> sip it up, sip it up, sip it. All of you, sip it. Who calls right now, really? Okay. Um, yeah, support their fundraising efforts by participating in their Halloween Hustle 5K and One Mile Fun Walk. Um, now, this is important work. Local children need every opportunity to have success. Phillips Park is the location, 828 Montgomery Road. Uh, early bird pricing for adults is $25. 17 and younger, the early bird pricing is $15. All right. Sponsorships are available and you can contact them at events at foxvalleyunitedway.org. Okay, guys. Uh, now, let me give you this link so that you can uh, take part in this on your very own at your own leisure. And I have to say, I, I got a message from uh, a friend of the show the other day, and she told me that some of the links now, and this is, but this is what you guys need to, uh, you guys got to... You got to understand this. The links that we give you guys, I know sometimes when you click it, especially if it's a news item or something like that, if you click the link, you may, if you're not a subscriber to like the Tribune or the Beacon, um, you can't read it. So people have emailed me and sent me messages. Hey, I can't read the link. I mean, the subscription is a dollar for like eight weeks. I'm not telling you to pay for it. All I'm going to say is it's a dollar for eight weeks. You might as well, you know, especially given the health related information that we give you guys here and a lot of the other information for things to register for. Um, you need to because embedded in what we send you guys is the direct link to take part in all this community activity stuff. So, like, go ahead. I mean, it's a dollar for eight weeks and the price never goes up. You won't get charged 26 bucks after two minutes. It never happens. You will only be charged a dollar every eight weeks. I mean, it's crazy. So go ahead. Shout out because that's where the good news comes from. And as you know, 
everything that we give you on this show is pure fact. The time is 8.44 a.m. Okay, three administrators have been appointed in West Aurora's school district, and they are brand new. The new appointments are Heather Wickley, math curriculum coordinator for high school students, Carrie Nicholson Regard as assistant principal for teaching and learning at Herget Middle School, and Demetrius Stevens, assistant director of extracurricular activities and student engagement at West. Wickley comes to the district with 20 years of experience at Proviso West School District 209. She most recently held the role of Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math Division Head. Previously, she taught high school math and ACT-SAT test preparation courses. She earned her bachelor's degree in mathematics and secondary education from NIU and a master's degree in educational leadership and organizational change from Roosevelt University. Nicholson Regard served as District 129's English Curriculum Coordinator for grades 6 through 12 for the past six years. Wow. Nicholson Regard previously taught middle school and high school English in a district for 16 years. Um, earned a bachelor's degree in English and a master's degree in educational leadership at AU. And Stevens, last but not least, has taught physical education at various levels within School District 129 for the past seven years. He most recently taught physical education at the Blackhawk Academy and has served as a summer school administrator. Stevens has experience in athletics as a basketball, soccer, and football coach. Mr. Stevens earned a bachelor's degree in physical education from Judson University and a master's degree in leadership and administration from National Lewis University. The time is 8.46 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Okay, now we're going to do something really fun. I was talking to Tracy Duran like just the other day and uh I want to, this is going to be fun. Promise. I promise you guys, you're going to like this. I, I want you to, to think about this. We're going to do some trivia right now. And believe me, the answers to this trivia and the things that we talk about are going to be crazy. You guys are going to look at this and you're going to be like, what? This is going to give you, seriously, this is seriously going to make you think. I promise you. Question of the day. What would you name an orange if you couldn't? Call it an orange. Think about it. The time is 8.47. What would you call, what, excuse me, what would you name an orange if you couldn't call it an orange? Now, I'll tell you what I came up with. Um, I'll tell you what I came up with after I see some answers in the chat. Go ahead, put your answer in the chat. Let's see what you guys uh, let's see what you guys come up with. The question of the day: What would you name an orange if you couldn't call it an orange? I'm gonna let you guys think about that, mull over that for a moment. I'm gonna continue with some news, but that is our question of the day: What would you name an orange if you couldn't call it an orange?
Maria Torito is here. Good morning to you, Maria. And good morning to all of our other friends just tuning in. The time is now 8.48. What would you call an orange if you couldn't call it an orange? That's the question of the day. Okay, a couple quick headlines while you guys mull over that and we'll get it going. All right, don't forget, DuPage County, they're having the expungement clinic coming up very, very soon. It's taking place Saturday, October 2nd. It'll be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The location will be the DuPage County Administration Building located at 421 North County Farm, excuse me, County Farm Road in Wheaton. Many things on your record may be eligible for removal or sealing. Our team will help you walk through the process of clearing your record. Volunteer attorneys will be uh, on hand. They will help you prepare and file requests to have your record cleared for free. Uh, there's many great participants that deserve a lot of credit, like Prairie State Legal Services and DuPage County Legal Aid. This is brought to us by the 18th Judicial Circuit Court Clerk of DuPage County, and that is Candace Adams. Um, the circuit clerk is a constitutional officer who is elected every four years by the voters of DuPage County. The duties and responsibilities of the circuit clerk are established by state statute as well as by the Illinois Supreme Court. Um, yeah, by law, the circuit clerk's primary function is to establish, maintain, and keep all records of court and the court sealed. In addition to court-related duties, the clerk is responsible for a number of administrative, financial, and public services. Wow. Now, that's good stuff, and we like to hear that. And you guys know that I'm happy about that because I've told you many times, guys, the price, the price, the prices, all of that money is just absolutely crazy. It's been a hindrance for many people to move ahead because of things on the record that, you know, you, you, if you're 50, you shouldn't have to not get a job because of a, you know, DUI when you were 26. I mean, that's just crazy. Uh, Sultan Ghazi is here. Good morning to you. All right, all right, all right. Quick news topics, some local stuff. Let's get some local stuff. Let's get some local stuff. But don't forget the question of the day. Remember, the question is, if you couldn't name it, or what would you name an orange if you couldn't call it an orange? That's the question. What would you name an orange if you could not call it an orange? Let's see those answers. Okay. Uh, so let's do the... I just saw some recent stuff here. Let me tell you about it. Where did it go? Oh, thank you. Syrup in Aurora has the best candied bacon. Thank you for sharing that with us, Emily. Now, that is much appreciated. Maria says a sit fresh. I like that. I like that. Yay! I like that. Okay. Okay, what would you name an orange if you could not call it an orange? That is the question of the day, you guys. Please, give me those answers. All right. Culture Stock, 7th Annual Hip Hop Festival is going to be Sunday, September 26th from noon to 7 p.m. on Middle Avenue, the block south of Aurora Public Library. 
free, family-friendly event. There will be live graffiti art by Sam Cervantes and TBA, Them Bad Apples. They're recreating the Grim Reaper Think mural they did back in 1991 and a break dance battle. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, now, here's the thing. Um, I like hip-hop and I like art, so I'm happy to see more of that in the community. Absolutely. Maria's got the best answer so far, y'all. Sit fresh. I like that. I like the sit fresh. Imagine picking, hey, what's for you? Can, we, can I get some sit fresh slices? That's cool. I like that. All right. So um, let me give you the last topic of the day. The last piece of news that we're going to uh, chop up. And this piece of news here is from me. It's also a shout out at the very same time. After almost four years as Aurora's chief financial officer, Martin Lyons is retiring. When Brian Caputo left as the city of Aurora's chief financial officer in 2017, city officials were unsure they could replace him. After all, he had held that job in Aurora for 19 years and established Aurora's financial office as one of the best run in the state. But they should have had no worries. Martin Lyons stepped in and has spent the past almost four years overseeing a flurry of financial incentives by the city for an almost unprecedented era of economic development in Aurora. And now he leaves to retire. Oh, man. Um, to a house on a lake in Virginia. His role in facilitating economic development projects pushed by Mayor Irvin was not lost on the mayor. Quote, all this economic development came about because you've been steadfast and strong enough to make it happen, end quote. And Mayor Irvin presented Mr. Lyons with the mayor's excellence, excuse me, award of excellence as he and the city council officially said goodbye at last week's meeting. In his proclamation, Mayor Irvin praised Lyons as, quote, fair and equitable, end quote, and a stalwart protector of taxpayer money. Mr. Lyons, in his turn, praised the city council as the best governing board he's ever worked with. And he said they treated each other, the city staff and residents, with respect. Um, I like Martin Lyons. I had the chance to be involved on a uh, just a normal City of Aurora constituent panel. It was nothing fancy. There was lemonade and cookies that they gave us, but they asked for the input of several people um, about the amount of affordable housing and what could be done to help um, uh, the transient situation in the city in a positive fashion. And I was just one of like eight other people who were just there to give my opinion. And um, I appreciated that. I really did. I saw Mr. Lyons again uh, once upon a time in City Hall and he remembered my name. The day I was there giving my, my uh, two cents, I didn't have a shirt with my name on it. Um, and there had been some time between first seeing him and then seeing him again. And uh, I appreciated that. He was a great guy, and a little bit of interaction I did have with him made me feel confident as a resident in the city of Aurora that somebody in a high position was actually listening to the little guy. The time is 8.56 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Roar, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. All right. Juice Fruit. That's by Tracy Duran. Juice Fruit. Yay! Not bad. 
and naranja, which is just orange in Spanish. That's a good one. Um, I like that, Tracy. Thank you very much. So we got sit fresh and we got juice fruit. My recommendation was American tree fruit. That's what I came up with. Did anybody like uh, American tree fruit? Okay. Thanks a lot. Now, Josue tells us, uh, hands down, the bike ride, dude, that's silly. Food and drinks, brunch. Okay, that's for the vote that we had about do you want to take a bike ride with us or have brunch with us, Josue. That means that we'll see you on the 5th? Is that what that means? You must be there on September 5th, bruh. Um, all right. Now, juice fruit seems to be a big winner the time is 8 57 a.m only got a couple more minutes here what day is the hip-hop fest i think that's the 28th nicole astra good morning to you dear friend and dear sister uh the 28th saturday the 28th i believe so all right dan tells us congratulations and best wishes to marty lyons he was an honor to work with at the coa the city of aurora yes i can believe it man he was a good he was a good brother he was a really good brother. That's the kind of guy I would have liked to have worked for once upon a time in life when I was working for um, people in large city government and corporate America. Okay. Oh, excuse me. I apologize about that. It is not the 28th. It is Saturday, September 26th. September 26th. Kurt Worster, good morning to you. I don't know how I missed you, but good morning to you. Thank you for tuning in. Okay. And what the last thing I have to tell you guys about in the last two minutes um that i have i want to tell you that you should get out there and vote for culture stock culture stock um has recently been selected as a finalist one of many finalists in uh state farms neighborhood assist grant help reestablish a community bookstore in aurora by casting your vote for culture stock uh they need your help Voting is open until August 27th, and you can vote up to 10 times per day. Now, I have the link, and I'm going to put that in the chat for you guys so that you can get your vote on. All right, it's about time to wrap it up. Um, so, yeah, this is Monday. What a great way to start the week. We are strong. We are dedicated. We are positive. We are thoughtful. We are helpful. We are constructive. We don't tear people down. We build them up. We open doors for people. And we try to be what we want to see in our respective neighborhoods and communities. Shouts out to Alderman Ted Masiakos and shouts out to Alderman Ed bug those are just random shouts they're the most two recent alderman i saw i saw ted messiakos like last week he was cruising right by one east benton what's up mr messiakos okay that's it for today i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of good morning Road, second large city's first daily news podcast tomorrow we got something special we got on the news grants and grant information with a great friend of the show live here in the morning time uh so stay tuned for that we'll be talking about the b2b back to business grant in full detail we will be making sausage out of that grant right here on the air 
All right. Um, I hope that you guys have a fantastic rest of this day. I really do. Uh, support local, eat local, shop local, and uh, check out our website. Our newest blog post was posted yesterday, uh, goodmorningaurora.com. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, Spotify, and we appreciate all of our fans, all of our listeners, all of our subscribers. We hope that you guys have a safe, wonderful, and blessed Monday and week. Take care of yourself and each other.